This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Virginia only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 532 3500. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to The Bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network. Hey, everybody. It's The Bullpen with Adam the Bull. And the NFL season has begun. On today's edition of the Bullpen with Adam the Bull, brought to you by Bet Rivers, we got a lot to get to, including reactions to the first football game of the year. The Kansas City Chiefs, the defending champs, are defeated at home by the Detroit Lions. Has panic set in? It's an overreaction Friday. It is amazing to me every year how people overreact to one game. Uh, there's people jumping off the Chiefs bandwagon. Uh, they played without Travis Kelsey. It is really stunning to me how people have jumped off the bandwagon. We'll get to all of it and get extra value this football season with Bet Rivers Squares. Went up to $10,000 in bonus money. Bet $10 in same game parlays on any game with the squares icon to earn a square. Speaking about earning money, Joe Burrow did the same right before the, the game started last night. It was announced that he had signed a massive extension. We'll get to that as well. All on the bullpen with Adam the Bull, brought to you by Bet Rivers. You're in the bullpen with Adam the Bull. All right, so there you go. Um, let's start with the game on the field. Kansas City Chiefs, the defending champs, lose the opener 21 20. Patrick Mahomes, uh, not very efficient, not really his fault because there were some awful drops by the wide receivers. But he goes 21 of 39, 226 yards, two touchdowns and a pick in this one. You want to talk about, like, misleading, right? Um, if you look at the stats, Patrick Mahomes didn't have a great game. I mean, he played well. He made all the throws. <laughs> Guys couldn't hold on to the ball. Uh, the overreaction about the Chiefs receivers is crazy. I'm seeing, I'm seeing professionals saying, well, the Chiefs desperately need a number one wide receiver. They have one. It's Travis Kelsey. He missed a game. They didn't have a number one wide receiver. I say in air quotes. Uh, last year, they won the Super Bowl. What, what is the loss of Juju Smith-Schuster a big deal? No, guys had bad days. Now, listen, Kadarius Toney in particular, he single-handedly cost him the game. The guy has some talent, but he was awful. The interception, 100% his fault. It was a perfect pass in his hands. It bounced out of his hands into the arms of the defender. It goes for a pick six. Uh, later in the game, when they're trying to move the ball down the field for a game-winning touchdown, he's wide open down the field. If he catches the ball, it might be like a 70-yard touchdown. He drops it. There's no problem with the Chiefs. Kadarius Tony's just got to hold on to the ball. We all knew they had a bunch of guys at wide receiver. Nothing changed based on last night. You already knew what it was. It was just particularly bad last night. It's not going to be that bad going forward. Guys like Kadarius Tony and Sky Moore, who caught one of eight passes for one yard, will not be that bad the rest of the season. And they'll have Travis Kelsey. Now, if Travis Kelsey's out for the year, 
it's going to affect them some. The Chiefs are still going to be really good because Patrick Mahomes, it doesn't matter. It was one bad night. The overreaction is completely bonkers. They still only lost by one point to a pretty decent Chiefs team. Now, I think the Chiefs got lucky to win this game because of that, because of, of the, the bounce off of Kadarius Tony. I thought they uh, underused Jameer Gibbs. I thought it was insane. I can't believe he only got nine touches. Now, David Montgomery, you know, he, he was plodding himself away, and it was, he had a, a really nice run on that touchdown. But come on now. We know what David Montgomery is. David Montgomery's a plotter. Decent back. Perfectly okay back. But the, he's just a guy. Jameer Gibbs, you drafted the guy in the first round. You want, And they got away with it. They didn't use him that much. It was, I mean, the guy was explosive as hell. Jared Goff, good game, not great. He missed a couple of throws. Uh, but but overall, pretty good game. 22-35, 253, one touchdown, no picks. Amon Ross St. Brown is so good. That guy catches everything his way. Six for 71 and a touchdown. I thought the rookie tight end, Sam Laporta, looked good. I didn't like the, the Lions uh, punting on fourth and three at the, at the Chiefs 40. I hate that. I hate when coaches are gutless in those situations. I like that they went for it later. I know some people say that was the wrong move. Patrick Mahomes is going to move the ball down the field. Even if he doesn't, he's going to do it most of the time. You got to assume he's going to move it down the field. I had no problem with the Chiefs going for it on fourth and 25. I saw an interesting thing that, that said uh, somebody was writing how they should have ran out of bounds. He should have ran out of bounds at the nine. And there was essentially there'd be no first down to get, right? Um, that three plays and and then they'd have to either kick a field goal or or like you know they, you couldn't get a first down. So the the, the Chiefs would have gotten the ball guaranteed. It was an, I hadn't really thought about that, but it was you know because they were at the twenty five. But if Mahomes had ran backwards and ran out of bounds at the nine, uh, you know as long as they would have kept him out of the end zone, you get, but you run out of bounds at like the nine just past the ten yard line. Uh, now if they keep, if they, but even if they get in the end zone, the Chiefs would have gotten the ball, and they would have still had a chance to tie with a touchdown and two point conversion. Not much time, but still, at least you would have guaranteed yourself you got the ball. It's fascinating. I'm not going to be a phony and say I, I thought it, I, I didn't think about it. I saw somebody, some random person, write about that, and I was like, wow, that's fascinating. But, you know, some people are so scared. These, these coaches live in their, their fears sometimes. I don't know. But anyway, uh, but uh, I'm not saying that about Andy Reid in that case. But coaches, Andy Reid is the one coach of any who doesn't live in his fears. And that's why I had, I had no problem with him going fourth and 20, fourth and 25, uh, because one first down, the game's over anyway. So what's the difference where you are in the field? And that's exactly what happened. I don't know why anybody would complain about him going for it there. But it was so great to have football back. Chris Collinsworth, oh, my God, is he insufferable in these games. Chris Collinsworth reacts to every play as if that, as if, like, one guy makes a tackle. Wow, this guy is really showing you things. It's the first game of the year. Well, we've heard of great linebackers before, but this guy, he's the greatest linebacker I've seen in years. It's one game, Chris. 
He's like a typical overreactionary fan. So, by the way, I also didn't like the, the Lions. I didn't understand why the Lions uh, accepted that holding penalty against the Chiefs in the third. I think it was the. I can't remember now if it was the third or fourth quarter, and and it made it a fourth and seven. It's made it a third and seventeen instead of a fourth and three. Like, yeah, they might have gone for it on fourth and three, but I don't want to give Patrick Mahomes two plays to get a first down. You almost have to treat Patrick Mahomes as if he's getting 15 yards of play, even when he doesn't. I mean, I, I don't know. I, some of these co- – Dan Campbell did some questionable moves, but in the end, he got the victory. Um. You know, uh, overusing a plotting David Montgomery. I, I don't understand. Again, I don't understand why the Lions spent the first round pick on Jameer. I guess, and, and I'm overreacting. That's actually an overreaction on my part. It's one game, but will he learn? Um, will he learn? We'll see. Because Jameer Gibbs has got to get more touches compared to David Montgomery. He's clearly a way more explosive back. Okay, I'm going to get to some best bets for the weekend. By the way, um, I was looking at uh, – let me bring this up for a second because our guy Troy here at Bet Rivers, the top five player props in this game. Now, the, the most was Travis Kelsey anytime touchdown, but obviously he didn't play. But here's the other four. Uh, Jarek McKinnon, anytime touchdown. That did not happen. Um, that was the second most bet on prop in this game. Amon Roth, St. Brown, anytime touchdown. Didn't happen. Jameer Gibbs, over 26 and a half total receiving yards. Didn't happen. And Isaiah Pacheco, anytime touchdown. None of those happened. The top five in terms of total money bet. In terms of total tickets... The number three, one, uh, number four most bet prop on Bet Rivers in this game came through. That was David Montgomery anytime touchdown. Obviously, he had that. It was an eight-yard rushing touchdown. So those tickets, you can cash those tickets in. Before we get to, um, not that there's real tickets anymore. You know what I mean? Uh, before we get to the best bets of the weekend, let's talk about the big news before the game, and that's the contract extension for Joe Burrow. Uh, there's been a lot of talk about um, the, the the guys who had, you expected to sign contracts this offseason. And Nick Bosa, Chris Jones, and Joe Burrow, and, 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 and Justin Jefferson probably, were the ones that hadn't happened that maybe a lot of people thought would. Bosa signed his massive extension, record-breaking extension earlier this week. Uh, Chris Jones held out, as we saw last night. Nothing on Jefferson right now. But last night, as the game was starting, the news broke. Don't know who had it first, Rappaport or Schefter. They, have, they usually have these things around the minute of each other. But uh, Joe Burrow signs a five-year extension, $275 million. Now, the guarantee is actually still slightly less than Deshaun Watson got from the Browns. Deshaun Watson got $230 million five-year deal, all guaranteed. Joe Burrow got more total money, obviously, more most money per year by any quarterback ever, but slightly less in the guarantees. I think we're all it's safe to say that he will get all that money unless he has a catastrophic injury, but 219.01 million guaranteed. 
Uh, the contract actually doesn't start until the 2025 season. So the Bengals have locked up Joe Burrow through the 2029 season. Um, he's already under contract for this year, obviously. And next year, they picked up his fifth-year option. And then in year six, his five-year extension. So Joe Burrow will be a Bengal for at least 10 years, assuming no trade. And I think that's a, a pretty safe assumption. Uh, it, listen, there was no hometown discount to some Bengal fans that hoped. Ho fans that are homers always hope, oh, yeah, my guy's going to take. My guy's a great guy. He's going to take a hometown discount. No. Joe Burrow is the second best quarterback in the league. And he got paid like he's the best because Patrick Mahomes is not up yet. And Patrick, and and so Joe Burrow, now the highest paid quarterback in the league, deservedly so, until Patrick Mahomes uh, re renegotiates his contract. Um, Hertz got paid this year. Uh, Herbert got paid this year. Lamar Jackson got paid this year. And now Joe Burrow. And uh, selfishly, as a Bengals fan, I'm glad they got it done before the season. This way, he's not thinking about it at all. And now the question is, is he healthy enough to compete in what should be a very good game against the Browns? I'll tell you, I am leaning towards the Browns. The Bengals have not gotten off to good starts this season. Now, the, the Browns have traditionally been bad in week one, although they did win last week. Uh, the, the line started weeks ago at, at three, went down to one and a half, up to two and a half most of this week. It went down to two on, on the Bet River Sportsbook. I'm looking at it right now. It went down to two either last night or this morning. I am leaning towards the Browns plus two at home. I think it's going to be a very close game. Uh, it's probably a game if I, you know, if I didn't have to pick it, then I, I'd probably stay away. But I, I like the Browns plus two at home. I like a 21-20 Browns victory in this game. I think it'll be really close. I think it'll be a surprising a defensive game. I like the under 47 and a half at minus 114 in this one. So, um, so there you go. Uh, but, uh, Good job by the Bengals. The Bengals had never guaranteed more than 50-something million, which they just did with, uh, with um, the near new left tackle, Orlando Smith Jr. Uh, and they, I don't think they've ever signed a contract of, for, for even $100 million total, even with non-guarantees. I'm pretty sure. Other game. Uh, so there you go. So anyway, smart move by the Bengals. Uh, but uh, now they got Now Joe Burrow's got to try not to get killed by Miles Garrett. Because Miles Garrett has played great against Joe Burrow. Uh, and I think he has nine sacks in five games against him. Uh, if, I'm, if I'm the Browns, I put I, I, I send uh, Miles Garrett to the right side because he's, he's killed Jonah Williams in his career. And Jonah Williams is now playing right tackle for the Bengals. A uh, couple other picks that I wanted to mention this week. I like the 49ers. They got, in Joey, they got Joey Bosa in. They're in Pittsburgh. They're a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Um, love the Niners in this one. The Steelers' hype has been insane this offseason. I'm not buying it. I think they're okay, but I'm not buying into the hype. I think the Niners have the best roster in the league. I think Brock Purdy, if he's – I think the Niners are the only team in football that can win the Super Bowl without a, a, a top you know 10-type quarterback. I think Brock Purdy's just got to be solid or, or a little better than that. He's got to be good. And he was good last year. He was better than that. If he's if he's the player he was for those six games, whatever it was, maybe more than that, that he played last year, if he plays like that this year, they're going to win a ton of games and have a great chance to win the Super Bowl. Uh, I like the Niners by two and a half uh, at Pittsburgh. That's one game. Game two for me, love Jacksonville this week in Indianapolis. I, uh, you know, the Colts are a mess. 
They got a rookie quarterback. Their best player is is, uh, not playing, obviously. Jonathan Taylor on the pup list. Uh, So he's out at least four weeks. Uh, The the organization's a mess. I wonder what it's like in that locker room right now. I, I know some people don't like the Jaguars. They think they were lucky. They were to some degree. But Trevor Lawrence, I think, takes a huge step this year. I love the Jags this season. I think they win the division going away. I know it's a bad division. I'll take Jacksonville minus five in that game. Um, so there you go. And next game, uh, 425 on Sunday. I'm taking the Eagles over the Patriots. I think the Patriots are not a good team. Belichick's been nothing without Tom Brady. I still think he's a great coach, but he just doesn't have he's, – he's not as good a talent evaluator in terms of drafting – he hasn't drafted as well in recent years. I know it's opening day. He could be a letdown. We saw what happened with the Chiefs. But I just don't think New England's very good. And uh, the Eagles are phenomenal. Uh, they're on the road, but I'll lay the four with the Eagles in that one. Uh, and finally, I, I actually like the Jets on Monday Night Football uh, getting two and a half against Buffalo. I, I think the Jets are going to win their opener. Their fans are overhyped. I'm not as high on the Jets as some people are. But I do think they're a playoff team. And the Bills had a weird offseason. And the Jets are at home. The crowd's going to be bananas. I think it's a close game, but I'll, I'll take the points. I'll take the two and a half with the Jets. I kind of like the Cowboys over the Giants, but not enough to, to lay the three and a half. I think that's going to be a close game, too. But, I, I, but I, I will take the Jets. So my official picks there for the show, Jets plus two and a half, Eagles minus four. Um, the Jaguars minus five and the Niners minus two and a half. Those are, those are my, my best bets of the week. I, I gave you the Browns plus two, but I, I won't say that's one of my best bets, but just because I was talking about Burrow and, and that situation, because obviously I have a big audience in Cleveland. So I am leaning towards the Browns in this game, this uh, week one game. All right, that's going to do it for me today. Everybody enjoy a great football weekend. The NFL is back. It's so beautiful having it. It was so much fun watching that game last night. Uh, everybody have a great, great weekend. Be safe. Enjoy the football and, uh, go with my picks. I'm going to get a bunch of winners this week. Thanks to Brian Monzo for producing as always. We'll talk to you next week. Where else? But right here in the bullpen with Adam, the bull brought to you by bet rivers. See ya. Thanks for listening to the bullpen with Adam, the bull on the bet rivers network.